0: What's up, y'all? Welcome back. It's another episode of the Fake Nerd Podcast. No, it's not. It's an episode of Fake Nerds Watch. Haha, gotcha. Spoiled ya. <laughs> hey, we're back talking about The Last of Us, episode five: Endure and Survive. And boy, howdy, do we got some big boys to talk about. Uh, and some of those big boys. Also, I got my big friends with me. Man, this is a weird intro. I got Sparks Whitty with me. I'm tired. Sorry. I got Sparks Whitty with no, it's me. it's all good. I'm I'm bloating it up. I'm ready to go. Bloating it up with us as well as Pi. What's up, Pi? Hey. Let's go. Hey. are hey. hey. More like, <laughs> uh, Yeah. So, uh, welcome back. Episode five. Now we're more than halfway there. Halfway into The Last of Us. And uh, I, I really liked last week's episode, but there was... There was a little bit of of stuff that didn't make it like perfect like the other episodes, but this episode, this episode five, you know, this is like a two parter. It for the most part like fixed, not fixed. It it alleviated some of some of the issues that I had that I that that were building. But you know, having a one to two episode arc, you know, you need to set up things to to pay them off. And for the most part, it, it all worked for me. I loved this episode. I think the finale, like the la- like the last, you know, the big action scene at the end, incredible. Arguably, maybe one of the best like zombie attack scenes we've ever seen, sure. ever, <laughs> um, for multiple reasons, but also like really engaging emotional stuff, as The Last of Us uh, tends to do. So, uh, Pi, how are we feeling about this episode? Uh,
1: loved it. Yeah. Uh, loved the character attention, both to Kathleen, but more especially to Henry and Sam, and the set pieces involved with it straight from the game. Thought it was perfect. <laughs>
2: Absolutely, yeah. What about you, Mr. Sparks? Yes, I really enjoyed this one. Um, I think uh, this made made everything in the previous episode foundationally. I feel like everything was paid off for f- pretty much, yeah, uh, like al- almost entirely. Um, and and really enjoy it. And like, it, I was very nervous about, you know, how how are we going to handle Henry and Sam, yeah. in this version. And I think it came out really well. I thought, yeah, I, I thought it was excellent,
0: just excellent
2: um yeah we're we're gonna so we're gonna get all into the details of this episode and then we're gonna talk about game stuff uh related to it and then at the very end we'll talk about
0: stuff coming up on the show yeah we'll speculate the um, end. but uh so we start in the past Actually, yeah. it's, it's only 10 days all of this the entire qz has been taken over and destroyed and and, and built up in 10 days which realized like that seems pretty fast uh for a, for a quick little revolution which is fun um but we see like you hear people yelling freedom, and you're like, oh, yeah, they, they beat Fedra." And then you see people getting shot in the head and hang. You're like, oh, oh no, mm-hmm. you don't seem any better. Uh, which is what's really fun and interesting about this episode, because I wasn't sure what how they wanted us to feel about these rebels and Kathleen. And now I'm like, Kathleen's bad. <laughs> Kathleen's bad. We Michael, her brother, who is like the focal point uh, of like all the characters in this arc, is like, her her dead brother that we never met. He's the good guy. He's the rebel who everyone wanted to follow. Uh, he's the guy who everyone loved. And then Henry sold him out. Uh, so, like, Henry did do a bad thing, which is awful. Kathleen is doing bad things, but she's doing it on purpose. But she's also still trying to kill a kid. So, like, the, the moral gray of everybody in this episode just really, really worked for me. Um, I'm still... <clears throat> I'm still not a hundred percent in love with Kathleen if I'm being honest. It did, it did rectify a lot of it, but at the end of the day, she still is like, I'm a bad guy because I gotta be bad. And which is which is fine, you know. Last of us so less of us will do that. I was I'm
2: I'm like not as far as you, yeah, but I'm very close to the same camp. Yeah. But there's a scene that kind of wins me over and puts me on the other side. And yeah. it's the scene where she's back in like their old room. Oh, with and Perry. Perry comes in. Yes. And um, it's two things. It's the part where she says, my brother was a great man. He would tell me to do forgiveness and all this kind of stuff. I'm not a good person. I never was. (laughs) Yes. I was never that kind of person. Yeah, Uh, that is a
0: good scene. Oh yeah. But
2: the part that really gets me about it, because it's not just Kathleen, it really gets me on board with the whole idea of this group, is what Mm. Perry says, which is that he's like, your brother was awesome.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, He didn't get anything done though. Yeah. And doing the shitty thing that you did uh, and being as bad as Fedra. Yeah. That got us to overtake them, yeah. Which and like he'd been running it like the morally good way for a long time, but had much really changed for the resistance. No, absolutely, yeah. And that's the part that really makes me like, I'm kind of on board with how this whole group kind of supports Kathleen and and how this all fell into place is because Mm -hmm. Kathleen establishes by her own words, I was never really that good of a person.
0: Yeah, I I was willing. I was willing to do shitty things. Yeah, I wasn't also like I wasn't supposed to be the leader. Right, my brother was. Mm-hmm. And then that bad things happen. So like mm-hmm. I had to take over and, and like, and, and that is, that is a, a really good scene. Yeah. Cause Perry's like, no, Kathleen, like we like you, we like you, we follow you for a reason. Uh, Cause mm-hmm. she's starting to have a little, it feels like a little bit of doubt, but like, no, you got to do what you got to do in this world. This isn't, this isn't the old world. This is the new world. Cause I think it turned it from, from like,
2: she's just bad into like, she, she will willfully admit that if it's not her people, she doesn't care. Yeah. And I think that that's, that's at, Complex enough for how much she's in the show that I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. uh Without that scene, I like that whole group significantly weaker. But I was that scene in particular really turned me over to okay, I get why we did this whole thing and like why it's important that Henry and Sam are tied in, which that was not part of the original game story. Yeah. They're not tied into the events of like these raiders and and there's uh, not much like not really story. raiders, but like this resistance group. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in this version, um. And making it like connected. And also that like the other part, I haven't even played the game much. And I don't want to allude to this too much until we get to the end uh, when we're going into game spoiler stuff. But Kathleen's also mirroring someone in particular. Uh, And I think that that is also valuable. I think that is foreshadowing of a particular character's journey. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And in that sense, because it's the same motivation, you took the person who... I love the most, and now I will burn the world. Yeah. Um. And th- in that sense, I'm like, makes I can sense. get on board. I can get on board with this. Yeah. Uh. It, it, you know. Uh, I, I. think it. The part that's like, not that make makes Kathleen a bad character, but it is the part where like you go, well, there's just no, there's no hope for you. Like you were, you were. This is where you cross lines that like I can't. Empathize is it killing for all you. the people? <laughs> is it, no, well, it's it's Henry saying that was pretty rough. Yeah. But it's Henry. To me, it's when Henry says. I'm going to give myself up. You let the kids go. And she's like, "Oh, kids die that's all the not time." How it's going to go, Henry. Oh my like God. your kid has to
0: die because that's what was supposed to happen. You can't escape fate, she, Henry. Kids die all the time. It's not all about him. What a rough thing to say. <laughs> Which is excellent because she's killed by a
2: kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um a kid in a blues clue shirt. Love it. Uh, So, like, I I like that we're just kind of, like, focusing completely on the Kathleen arc. Well, because that was our biggest issue, yeah. I I do think that this all kind of paid that whole idea off. I like seeing, I like Uh us taking the step backwards, both for Henry and Sam, for context, but also for Kathleen, that, like, this is who she. This is who she was. This was her priority, and like it did become everyone else's priority just because they were like, "Yeah, I mean, he was like the morally good guy that we all kind of hoped was going to be the resistance leader." But also, you're the person who got the shit done, so we're going to do it the way you want to do it. Exactly. Um, pie thoughts on this whole uh, section, her arc?
1: Uh, yeah, going back to uh, yeah, returning to the room where she's finally giving us the whole spiel on like motivation of. You know both why the fighters follow her and why she is the reluctant leader. <clears throat> um, like not to echo everything you said because you know you're you're completely right. I also view it as an instance where I think the followers were mainly looking for permission, and she gave it to them. Mm, that's a that's a good point actually. Yeah,
0: I yeah. think yeah, I yeah. think
1: you're right.
2: I think that there's an amount of that, and like we're not going by like every single person in the group. I'm sure there are people who are less comfortable with the way that they've overtaken Fedra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Or even people like honestly amongst them, even people who didn't really get their hands dirty, they were just kind of like the people who were also on that side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. But you make a good point. Uh. Because we've got. I'm trying to remember the moment. Um. It's it's something that's that's hinted at about who who they were in comparison. I'm losing it, but I'll I'll find it again at some point. Um, but I think you're right that uh, she unlocked that door. Oh, it's Henry. It's Henry that says it earlier. He's like uh, Fedra. Um, raped and abused and murdered uh, us. For 20 years. And for 20 years, and guess what happens when they get back in control? They made monsters. Right,
1: yeah, exactly.
2: Um, Mm And and Give them a chance, they'll do it right back to you. Right, Henry's point is valid, especially because when you put it in context of, like, it has been 20 years. Henry grew up in this. Sam grew up in this. Uh, Like, that is the context of their lives the whole time. So, it does shift your morality. And if you were already a person who was leaning a certain direction, it's like, it's cool that there was once this like dude who was like, yeah, but we got to do it the right way, the moral way.
0: Um, Fortunately, it's not the right world for that.
2: And it's very (laughs) much like a, uh, (laughs) it's very much. It's just fresh on my mind because we recently discussed this on a different pod that's coming out later this week. Um, But uh, when you think of like Carly and the flag smashers in Falcon and the winter soldier and the way that they betray them. And it's like, you know, they have the morally correct argument. And I completely agree with their whole point. And they have to push things in the show to say, yeah, but this is why we can't support them, because look at how much terrorism this is. And I'm like, I kind of don't care about the terrorism that doesn't actually they're still right. that doesn't actually kill people because they're still their message is right. Whereas with Kathleen's story, I think what's so good about it is that like it's more than just like forcing me to disagree with their perspective. It's like, yes, it like I understand shitty things were done to them yeah but there's also there's a line of like taking back power and revolting against fedra and then all right we're gonna kill all the innocents in that room when yeah. probably only one of them was withholding information initially and that's the thing and uh yeah like you can say they're informants but like we know that all of this is under duress like who were they protecting Would exactly. kathleen have been any better if her gun ha- if her brother had been under the gun and would she have informed on someone like who knows and and that's the part where it's like you really fall on the side of well i support revolting against this awful awful fedra yeah but not in the way kathleen did it necessarily yeah and like that scene like she doesn't have to kill them she even introduces the concept of trials yes and she's
1: like that's bullshit we're not doing that And she
0: even says like Uh, or no she says
1: she says we'll hold a trial you're all guilty but oh, we're not going to kill you. You're just going to do time and then reintegrate. Right, but it's a something. lie. And but she, it's all, it well, is. She also oh, says yeah.
0: like, hey, I'm not Fedra. I'm not going to do what they did. But she's literally just doing it even worse because she's not telling them that they're doing it. She's just gonna have and Harry kill them. And him. there's this,
2: I I know there's a line somewhere in there where she alludes to we take care of Henry and the business is finished and then we start rebuilding our society and we'll be better then. Yeah. Like like once we take care of this last
0: straw, we'll be better people. Yeah. And I'm like, I don't think you will. This is <laughs> I don't think she will. No, it is a hundred percent like like this is the big thing, but then there will be something else that that'll it'll just be it'll be thing after thing that like. No, you don't actually have to like care this much. But what else yeah. are you gonna do in the
2: apocalypse? And again, and again, going back to that idea I posited in the last episode, totally freaking wrong. Uh, where, like, oh, be, like, yeah. uh, where, like, oh, they'll find out about Ellie, and maybe that'll be like a moral complication. Yeah. No, <laughs> like, she'll kill don't care. She I'll kill a little girl. Yeah. I don't care. <laughs> kids die all the time.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That uh, going back to like to the opening because um, we get a lot of Sam and Henry on their own. Uh, and man, that is the stuff in the game is good. But like, just like the, the, it, they're really bringing it. They're really bringing it by making them both younger, by making uh Sam Sam Def. I believe his name is Kivon uh Kevon Woodard playing,
1: huh? Kivon Woodard.
2: Yeah. Uh uh playing Sam. Did you listen to the official Pod Pie? I did. Okay, great. Yeah, cool. So we can all we can all touch on this about uh what a cool casting thing because uh they, they just could not find the kid in their usual circle. So they sent out a Google audition. Yeah. Um uh, twi- yeah, Twitter of five
1: yeah it was, it was a twitter announcement of just putting it worldwide because he's just like okay yeah. it is a pipeline issue it isn't that they don't exist that we can't find a person to fill this role it's that we're not getting to them yeah
0: we're not right. letting them know They're that there's hard this hard
1: opportunity and, oh, and and what a what an amazing find that they got he's so good
0: he's really really good he's so charming and like Ha- just like the perfect little kid, like when him and Ellie are playing, I'm like, man, that's some that's some like real charming shit. Um, and like hearing him, hearing him talk after like in the in the post show, and he's like, you know, it's really awesome to have like to be, you know, to be deaf, to be black, and to be in this big show, and like representation matters. And this is this kid saying it. Cause like he he knows, like, I like seeing myself on the big screen. Like that is incredible. Uh like they are man, Sam and Henry are so are so good in this episode. Yeah. And, like, that's why I, again, I knew, we talked about it last episode, like, there's no way that the, their fate is the same because it has, unfortunately, it has to be for the story. Um, there's, uh,
2: because you brought it up, there's, they they actually admit in the episode for the official podcast that they talked about not killing Henry. Yeah. Um, and not taking Henry out in this scene. And I, and I'm, I'm happy enough with the way that they decided to just keep what, what's up in the game. Yeah. But there is a version where I'm like, man, Henry, like, Lives and goes to Wyoming, and that's that's a wildly different, yeah, uh, little moment. Like he doesn't have to stay with Joel and Ellie for the whole story. He can hang he can out, get to the yeah. next settlement, just hang out with, with Tommy's crew or whatever. Um, yeah. And that that would have been wild. And I think in a in a way, um, they didn't say this directly on the official pod, but kind of like what I felt like they were talking around is that this is another one of Joel's failures in his mind because if he'd acted faster, he could have caught the gun and he could have talked to Henry, yeah, uh, and talked him out down from that moment. Um, and helped him like maybe Henry still would have done it but but I think what's great about the performance from the actor is that it feels like the kind of thing where like he's so in shock that this is the only thing he can imagine now yeah uh is the only action that he feels like he can take and there is a world where maybe without that weapon in his hand He's able to to live something past the past this. It wouldn't be a very happy life. No,
0: probably no. it's still the world of the
2: Last uh, Us, but but that that possibility exists, and Joel failed to react in time. Yeah
0: the uh, the the saddest thing about about that whole situation with with Sam and Henry is Sam's never killed or Henry's never killed anyone before. Mm-hmm. He's never fired his gun. He has a great speech. He's like, when I was holding that gun up to your head, that's the first time I've ever done that. And I was freaking out. It's the closest to violence he's ever gotten. Yeah. And the first time he has to be violence is against his own brother. And like, yeah, like he is in such shock. He doesn't know what to do, but end his own life. Cause like, he can't imagine a life without his brother.
2: I don't want to, I don't want to spend too much time in the ending yeah, yeah, for yeah, too yeah. long. Cause I do want wa- to, I want, I want to get Big boy. Let's the, start with the... how
1: they began, you know, where yeah. we first see them. In... I,
2: I, I want to get into that in the later part, but yeah, like, yeah sure. um, uh, I think I'm glad they brought the doctor back. It is one of those things where like. Y- y- you're getting it after he's been killed and we kind of were like, OK, uh, about that, like, I guess she killed some doctor and I'm like, OK, now, you know, like, at least in hindsight, I have some amount of like, oh, he was like the guy who was helping these guys. OK,
1: yeah, so I've got something I've, I've gotten <coughs> ripe with that with episode four in that regard, because they were framing it to make it seem like the doctor was a it was a rat you know like like, he, like yeah or i mean he is yeah but in it like in a in a detrimental sense where it's like oh no this is a justified killing i but think it's not sure i
2: think i think i actually like that fine when i think about mm-hmm. the fact that like that really worked for an audience unfamiliar with the game it, because it had, it had a
1: payoff it was what i am what i was getting at it was like when i was first experiencing it was like i was just kind of like confused like is he a bad person or like and then it was like oh then yeah, it it brought forth a more, uh, a more concrete emotion.
2: Yeah, see what I think is most valuable about it in hindsight and thinking about specifically from a show only audience, non-game audience, like my wife and her sister and my, my mom, um, is that the doctor is also standing in for Henry in the moment and saying, is Henry a bad guy? This character we're going to meet soon, is he a bad guy? Should we not trust Henry? Um, and like anyone who doesn't know the game when they get to the end, doesn't know that Henry's going to be their friend, like doesn't know that this is going to go the way it's going to go. So Henry is built up to be a possibility of like, is, is Kathleen justified in episode four? Yeah. Is Henry dangerous? Um, and that's a very, like, I, it's so hard to put my head in that space because I knew better the whole time. Mm-hmm. But I do understand like for under, knowing for a show audience that you're setting up a mystery about this character, about how is this interaction going to go with Joel? Um, yeah. That That in some ways, like the cliffhanger ending with the guns on them, right? It, it straight up doesn't mean anything to me the way that it would to someone who doesn't know who Henry and Sam yeah, are. Yeah, because these could be bad because, guys. Because they could be bad guys yeah. and like how tense that situation is. Like, I know exactly that that's going to be okay.
0: Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm.
2: But but a show-only audience wouldn't know that. And I do think like the episode is smart for doing that. It's just definitely something where it pays off more, I think, for people unfamiliar with the game.
0: Yeah, actually, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, I agree too. You you won me over.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, they... Uh, um. So, yeah, uh, uh, Sam and Henry wake up, Joel and Ellie. Um, and then he's like, yo, I saw you killing people. I can't do that. You want to help me escape? And he's like, no. And then Ellie's like, Joel, stop being an asshole. And he's like, okay.
1: And he's like, you okay, are good. Great. I'm fine. It's
0: like, oh, that's his, he just has an asshole voice is one of the lines of, <laughs> like. He just has an asshole <laughs> that's voice. That's really good. Joel, Joel, can you say that they're going the to be fine? Everything's going to be fine. Really, dude? It, I, they're uh, obviously joel and ellie are always good are always great like episode four they're re- they're really starting to bond episode five like joel has a lot of really great like facial expressions like responding to ellie like tell him it's and like specifically like when they're sitting down together uh and yeah like tell him it's fine joel does like a weird eye thing like he looks at ellie he's like yeah it's gonna be fine and like jesus joel <laughs> yeah it's a uh, great stuff like joel's joel has no heart, but like, man, these people are just bringing them back to life slowly, but surely, every episode a little more, a little more. Uh, he's grinching out this a little bit. I love it yeah uh, i
2: I really love i I really love both the performers for Henry and Sam. We've talked about kivana uh, both of them are excellent. um and they all four of them, Pedro Pascal and Bella Ramsey with them, have such great. Um rapport and chemistry—they're playing off each other so well. Yeah. Um. I I really like the i the notion to have de-aged the Henry and Sam a bit. I think it's smart. Uh, I think it I think it works really well. Um, especially like uh, Mason said it specifically on the official podcast, but I think he's right of like having rather than Ellie and Sam be so comparable, having Sam look up to Ellie. Yeah. Really changes the dynamic there in a way I I really enjoy,
0: uh, and it makes it. Like I like far more sympathetic when it's instead of it being like a teenager, like it's a child. Oh yeah, for sure. Obviously, murder is bad in all accounts, but like having a be a child is like just extra oof, ouch.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Ellie getting to experience being a big sister for the yeah. first time in her yeah, life. Yeah, it's lo- so lovely.
2: Yeah, that's a good point. Like uh, never having really had siblings, and and having that dynamic, and honestly, not really playing a lot with kids. Yeah, is is a fair amount of the implication not a lot of like if there are kids around there wasn't a lot of play Yeah, not in the Fedra school they're not kicking around on um, the streets and uh, that's why like I love the way they incorporated so many different elements from the game that are not necessarily in this space all into one space and I think they did such a good job of doing that oh yeah because you're the yeah, underground yeah. colony stuff that was great uh, going into this I was like I didn't expect that here and I was really happy with it I'm like this
0: is really smart this is just the right time to do this and it also kind of gives us an indication of like yeah they threw a bunch of people like a bunch of people are down here and then like where where are they
1: where did they go we'll rules find out like, somebody didn't follow the rules left the yeah, door uh, open
0: so yeah um no no stalkers totally fine no no new new infected type. well that's not true we got a big boy infected type which is great but like but before that there when they're like, wandering the tunnels uh, henry's Whole thing
2: turned out to be correct.
0: Yeah, there's no infected in those tunnels, which is which definitely where, subverted my expectations.
1: Where yeah. did they go? How did they get there?
0: Yeah, they're all in the
1: same <laughs> that's, hole.
2: That's what I mean. It's like I was expecting kind of a tense journey through the tunnels. I wasn't expecting that we get the underground civilization.
0: I was, here. yeah, I was expecting action spurs throughout, not a giant action scene at the end, but it, I still really enjoyed it. Really oh, nice. yeah, I
2: love it. Yeah. Um, it's, I think it's really smart. Yeah. Uh, I, I really like the way they do Henry's conversation with joel where he reveals turning in the brother
0: and mm-hmm. why yeah i think that's all really good oh um, yeah because because sam sam had cancer <clears throat> his little eight-year-old brother had cancer in the apocalypse and the <laughs> only way to get medicine was by turning in a few people and i like, just hey, no the person the, you're right the guy the leader
2: and like again again also a reflection on a foreshadowing for joel of moral complexity about when will he choose the greater good, quote unquote, which in this case is like the brother for the resistance, right? Yeah. Or when will he choose
1: his child? Yeah. The child mm-hmm. he looks after. Um, but then there's and, that one quote that Henry says, I am a bad guy. I did a bad guy thing. Yeah. And he so did, yeah. if we do get to witness something similar, we know uh, what they are.
0: <laughs> right. Man, yeah, like I did a bad guy thing. They, yeah. they are, mm-hmm. they are. I mean, the game did this too, but like, they are really going out of their way in a good way to have every episode have a reflection of Joel and Ellie in different, in different times of where the relationship will be. Like, that's so interesting. Like, like again, like like Bill and Frank are in, in their own thing. Like having Tess and Ellie, uh, uh Sam and Sam and Henry. Uh, other characters will mean like everybody's like doing the Joel and Ellie thing in, in different capacities. And again, even Kathleen and Perry to an extent. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like mm-hmm. duos sur- t- uh, surviving with each other uh, is really important. Mm. Um, and it's like, it's so interesting to see like <laughs> Joel and Ellie building, building, building where we have like, these guys are already here. These guys are already here. These guys are already here. And I'm like, you're going to be there one day, Joel, Your guys are going to be
1: BFFs. I love it. Oh God. But then at the end of this episode though, Joel, as soon as his walls start tearing down, is suddenly reminded. Yeah, we'll get we'll get to
2: that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, the comic. I I was correct uh, that they were going to work the comic in as a thing between Sam and Ellie. And Endure I think it's great. and survive. I think it's great.
0: Endure, survive. Uh,
2: I I really like the way that they incorporated. Also, we haven't touched on it yet, but um, the, the obvious genius of Sam's uh pad, His, the the little kid the magic, magic slate yeah yeah exactly uh so smart so incredibly smart so easy uh to
0: allow him to communicate in this world yeah um love it genius and 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 every time he used it 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 was like it felt like emotional because he's having a conversation with ellie about like are you ever scared you never seem scared and she's like i'm always scared yeah (laughs) and i love that
1: so drawn in because of the silence
0: Right. Exactly, because of the silence. Yeah, yeah.
2: They, they they reference it on the podcast really well, where Mason says, just by having uh, Sam be deaf, you automatically create
0: more intimacy because the scenes are quieter. The the are are you still yourself? What's the line like? Are you still yourself if you become a? Are monster? Are you still you inside? Are you still you inside when you become a monster? And that's when Ellie should have picked it up, maybe. Uh, but like, I get it. Like in the game, I think it's the same way. Like it's not picked up on until it's too late. Um, well, she because she's kind of like why are you asking and then he shows and then that's right he does show her right
2: then um because yeah in the game she doesn't get it uh but here he this again we're getting a little ahead of where i want to be um Mm -hmm. but i do want to like really dig into that that moment in particular uh Let's let's go f- to the uh, the big action scene first, though, Big um, boy, which starts with the sniper, which I didn't think was going to be here. Oh, my God.
0: Yeah. Oh, like ah, I did this. Eh. the it like, cat meme. Once that started, I'll, I was I'll think like, we're
1: getting, like, getting oh our God, dangling upside down. But I'm glad we got this.
0: <laughs> I, we're, we're getting a it, pie. It's too. That's we're getting an upside down scene. Guaranteed.
1: Hey, money. I have an argument money. against it, but I hold out hope for you.
0: <laughs> Put money on it. Okay, fine. <laughs> and it just ended up being an old, like a little old man. Yeah, oh, uh,
2: man. A, a far cry away from the version that's in the game, where he's, uh, you know, shouting at you, mm-hmm. um, and a better shot, and <laughs> yeah, a is, better shot. And this is a, uh, another moment of like showing the the dark, the darkness of this world, and like how much Godwin Joel's just saying like, you "Don't put do the it." Down and you you leave the room and
0: you stay away. And that's all you gotta do. Oh, no, it's like, he says, like, I'm gonna take the gun and then, like, you wait an hour or something. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah,
2: don't just pretend you, we're not you, even here. You, that's all you have to do. That's all you and gotta he's do. He's like, please don't. And he really doesn't want to kill him. But also on the same token, like, good job on that small, can't, like, small appearance with no words for that actor because you can see in their face, like... I have to. Uh, <laughs> they're,
1: they're, not they're, just that they, they have to, but... It's,
2: like, it's a choice. No, it's a choice. They're they're They are choosing to go out this way. They're like, I know I'm about to die and I'm done.
1: I'm too old for this shit, anyway. Yeah, Suicide so. <laughs> by cop.
2: Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. There they you. they they commented on it in the official pod where they were like, th- it was the intention because this is like, let's say roughly an 80 year old man, yeah. which means he's lived 60 years in a good world and then 20 in a terrible one. Oh, just ended, and and he's just done. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, but but also great moment for for Pedro Pascal where he's playing Joel and just being like, please don't do this. Yeah, I really don't he's, want to do. This. I don't want to kill you he in front of seven. a bunch of kids.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Like, um, do we, is there darkness. anything before the action scene that we that we haven't talked about? Um, they play soccer, that's cute. They got a soccer, yeah. Oh, <clears throat> Captain Ish. I thought his name was Ishi, it's not Ish. Captain Ish. There's a picture that, yes. that they drew of Captain yeah. Ish, and I'm like, oh, I hope that I they said there was gonna be more Ishin, and I hope that's not it because like he has. Like the best side story that you could totally miss of just reading so notes, they, finding his boat. So ah. they, they did confirm in talking
2: about this in the official plot. Did they? I didn't listen they, to that. Okay. That there's not going to be a standalone episode about him. Oh, I didn't which expect they, this. No, no, no. Yeah, but yeah. they're saying like, uh, they, they they talked about doing it. Yeah, They're not going to do it. And Ish is kind of going to be left as like a tease for like people to go play the game or read about
0: it. That's fine. Um, that's fine. I just, they got to find his boat. Because if as long as you find the boat, then like I will know that's his boat.
1: I don't, I, don't, I don't think it was his boat. I think the implication, um, even though it's the same drawing from the game, yeah, I think in the context of, of the of the TV show's world, I think he was a FEDRA agent.
0: Ooh, yeah. I don't like that.
1: Not my captain. A, of a is. FEDRA agent with a heart of gold who decided is, to like
2: That is what it felt like, is that he was uh, like he, he'd snuck around the system somehow to
0: protect these kids. Like yeah. the FEDRA didn't know they were there on purpose. Yeah, he's like he's a boatman and like he like he he boated people away and stuff. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, it was just cool to see. You know, a little game thing. That's yes, cool. absolutely. Yeah. Um, good note. Yeah. So, um, we see the sinkhole from last from last week, and they're like, "Well, they got to deal with well, that." a different one. Oh, it is a different one. I for some reason we, I just... we the sinkhole
2: in the previous episode just lets us know that they the problem has been going on. This is the one thing that like mm-hmm. Fedra was good at taking care of when they were in control, and now they're they're you know, they're popping a up. few days past the Fedra control. And so it's starting to get bad. And, um, and so it is Kathleen's like focus on her, what she's doing to chase Henry that uh, allows for this ignorance. Like I can deal with this after I can deal with this after. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. not dealing with it when you did, did lead to this. Talking
0: to Perry uh, uh, and she's like, you know, Henry mm-hmm. and Sam, they're, they're not my seventh priority. They're my number one priority. Right. Forget everything else, including the big boys. Uh, boy Howdy, uh, like there's definitely some CG overlay happening. Like sometimes it's CG, but like the amount of practical that used in this episode is astounding. Right. Him being Even a for practical the little kid too, with some CG like overlay when they need it. Like yeah. I just saw a picture of that dude hanging out on set. I'm like, damn, that's like a six foot eight bodybuilder in there. Yeah. Damn. <laughs>
1: Looks awesome. I think there is there is great. a picture floating around online of him just he is like a super fucking jack oh, guy. he
0: he was in Game of Thrones. He was like a stunt dude in Game of Thrones too. Oh, uh, that makes was, sense. He's a, he's a big boy. Um Boy Howdy, does he do the same the, murder that
1: happens in the game with ripped yeah, <laughs> the uh, let's let's uh, I want to talk about that reveal though of just, you know, they're trying like the chaos is happening. Perry's just like, hears it and then like the frames just like completely shudder. You know, and I like here I'm thinking like, oh, they didn't have, you know, a fast enough camera for that moment. But I'm thinking it was intentional because that is a moment where your reality is uh, so distorted. And then in slow motion, the big reveal. It's
2: like like an earthquake. Uh, (laughs) Ryan and I knew this was coming, um, but we were watching it with people who didn't. And the reactions were like, oh, (laughs) oh, no. It's the big boy. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> Yo, like he slowly looms out of there and you're like, oh, there's no way this is gonna end, <laughs> gonna end happily. No way. Yeah. Oh man. And I I didn't think like I didn't think it would get any cooler than our big boy, but boy howdy! Little girl, uh, Hmm. a gymnast clicker rolling her legs over her head in that car freaking me out. Oh my my goodness! I'm like, was that CG? No, that's just a gymnast. No, it's just that's
2: just a a little girl. That's a nine year
0: old girl. Um, Boy howdy, was that scary? She gets the Kathleen kill. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Kids die all the time, Kathleen. That's that's gonna gonna look great on a resume.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I killed Uh, Kathleen.
0: Yeah, that they the the attack is is just so chaotic and so many people are dying. And it's like, they just keep coming out of that hole. And I'm like, wow, I don't, I actually don't know what's gonna happen right now. It's also
2: just such a visually impressive scene, not just because of the infected though, absolutely because of that. you got the Weta prosthetics and everything. It's also like, they're doing a great job jumping between Joel's perspective with the sniper, and then back onto the ground. Oh, Ellie um, trying to
0: escape. He has to but, cover. But specifically
2: her. that they mm-hmm. built this set. This whole place is a big set that yep. they built, and they spent three weeks doing night shoots I to love make it. this, which is so incredibly
0: grueling, but it looks so goddamn good. Yeah, and it for for it being dark, like everything's very visible. <clears throat> it is it is well <clears throat> lit for it being you know midnight or whatever. Right. Um, yeah. Like again, like. The effects are great, like the same the same, the same scene with Kathleen, I really or the Henry scene I really like. Because again, Kathleen is just like, I don't care about kids. I don't give a shit. Everybody's gotta die. Uh sorry, Michael, you should have been the leader. <laughs> uh yeah, Joel, Joel covering Ellie when he's like, go over there, and she's like, No, I'm going over to these guys. And he's like, damn it i gotta shoot these zombies yeah yeah, yeah. she it.
2: understands in that she's looking at him she's looking at them and she's like the only way they're safe is if i'm over there too. yeah
0: and joel and, and she knows joel will cover her so she's like well joel you're gonna have to cover me bro i'm yeah, leaving yeah, yeah uh he's he's like visually like you can audibly audibly you can see that he's mad about it like damn damn it ellie you're yeah. gonna die uh <laughs> it was really riveting really really again like chaotic uh, I wasn't sure if, like, things would change and, like, characters would die earlier or later or whatever at this point uh, just because of how crazy it was. But having, right. like, the end of it and you see, like, the zoom out and just, like, how bad things are and, like... Eh, it's pretty- and Kathleen's saying like, obsessed with making
2: sure she gets Henry in spite of what's oh happening God. to all her people. Like, truly, truly, like... Again, by her own words, a person who didn't care about other people. Like, yeah. like it's very obvious. Like, even as she became the de facto leader of this group, he, whatever happens to them is not important to her. Yeah. Not as important to her as her personal vendetta. Forget
0: about Perry. Just run. to run. Run yeah, the yeah, Henry. Forget yeah. about your best bud. Right, the guy who's done everything for. It. Uh, yeah.
2: The way they do the the truck slinking in and getting their attention yeah. is so good. The tension of that moment is so good. Um. <laughs> Really love it. it as a as like the most major confrontation we've had mm-hmm. in this show. Just an exceptional beat. Um, I also really like Melanie's last uh, line as Kathleen um, before the the infected come out, which is it ends the way it ends. Yeah, uh, and then that comes back around on her so it brutal. Sure Does it oh, no, 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 no. How do those
1: words taste? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Right>. it's Poetry. <laughs>
0: Yeah, so bad things happen. Our homies, they're able to escape. Uh, they, they, they find like a little... nope. Uh, unscathed. Nope. Unscathed, hundred percent. Everyone's a okay. You so if you get bit in the neck, why, that's like why are you lying? That's like a fifteen minute. But you get bit in the leg, you got like a whole day. Maybe you got plenty of time. Uh, so yeah, they 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 run and hide and they find some shelter. Uh, and everyone's like, "Hey, get some sleep." It's a it's amazing how
2: how good the scene was because
0: there's. Like, I know what happens
2: with Henry and Sam. And even if they were going to make alterations, I was like, I still I'm I'm ready for it. And so when we're getting into the scene where it's just Sam and Ellie in the room, uh, when when they leave to let them sleep and then they she taps him and they start talking. And I, I just like I literally started. doing Oh, this no. Hands. I'm just like, I know. I know. It's about to
1: happen. No, it's going to be so He didn't react um, when she woke up
2: yeah uh so that's in the official pod um you should listen to that uh troy troy baker realizes in the moment of recording he's like oh sam didn't hear her so part of him is still in there uh and they talk about like what they what their like assumption is on on how they handle the
0: infected like when they're fresh uh kind of thing and it's like oh god also like him being like deaf and like 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 my, like <clears throat> slightly mute, like he doesn't talk. This is the first time he's probably heard his brother speak and scream like that. Like yeah, just you awful. heard him laugh earlier. You did hear him laugh. That's true. He has said it's been a long time since I heard that. You're right. Yeah. 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 Uh, just, I have. just bad vibes, man. Just
2: you made you feel real bad. Um, a really important thing I like about it, and it was something I said, like I, I feel like there's gonna be some amount of this, uh, what the impression of these losses, I think, is gonna be more important on the show. And I do think they emphasize a lot is um Ellie's attempt to hopefully cure him. Oh. her her childlike optimism about what she can do. Uh my blood is medicine. Um and this you know weird. you know, like it can't. Possibly work. That's not how that works. But this isn't she. But I do think like it makes it makes such a clear and new from the game interpretation of Ellie desiring to to be the cure. Um, I think in the game, for all of its strengths, there's not a lot of Ellie's own agency about how much she cares about becoming a cure. It's not. It's there. I'm not. But I'm saying like it's not a very big part of her story. Yeah uh in the game but i think here this is a sea change for her this is something that she really cares about this yeah um because in her mind it's like i want to stop people like sam from
0: dying exactly like up to this point it's like she she, she's on this journey to like do this thing but like this is the first time like that she can she can directly help somebody like this is the journey that i'm on for a reason and i'm this the first person i will help because that's i'm a kid i don't know how blood works she just like cuts her hand and merges it with his uh which is Can't really sweet nothing. in its own way. Yeah, it
1: yeah. is. And like she she <laughs> comforted him and I think that was equally as important as actually curing him. Sure. Yeah, true. Cuz he like the, he knows like he got
0: bit, he knows something's bad's going to happen. Um man, <laughs> him just sitting on that bed I'm like <sighs> man, come on, man. Yeah. That's not what normal people
1: do. Ellie's like. screams. As she tumbles out of the door and he's attacking her.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Because like, you don't like, you don't want to, you don't want to hurt this kid, but also you don't want to die. Like what, like it's like your mind is racing so much. And then like Henry sees it and like his first thing, like, oh, it's a zombie. I got to kill the zombie. No, his first instinct is like, uh, Joel's about to go
2: over there yeah. he shoots the ground where Joel's about to step. That's right. And he says, he's like, no. And he's right. His mind, you can feel his mind racing to be like, "Is there anything I can do now?" Yeah. Uh, but the tension is building, and then he has to take that shot. And even then, after he does it, it's what kind did of I like, do? What did I do? Yeah. What did I? Ju- how did that just happen? And I really like the perspective shot they give him that they cut back to more than once of just seeing the blood slowly the blood. spilling oh, down. God. It's really, really effective. It really puts you into Henry's mind state of his, what's happening that like, moment. Give me the gun. Just give it to me. Yeah, yeah. And there's, like I said, there's a version where Joel doesn't wait and makes the move and gets that gun from Henry and Henry survives at least this day. Yeah, yeah. uh, And has to live with it,
0: but at least is alive. And that's not the version we're seeing here. It's in in the game, isn't it that like, they, like, Joel and Ellie, like, go outside. I, Henry, I'm pretty sure. Henry's like, I'll take care of it. And then he ends up just killing himself. Like, we yeah. don't see it. They they think that
2: Henry's just going... I, I believe, Pi will correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe that Henry, uh, you know, kind of... It's left in this implication, like, Henry's like, I need to take care of it. And so the, they respect it and walk out of the... Ro- the whatever room or house or whatever they yeah. were in. And then they hear the two shots and realize Henry killed himself as well. I think that's right.
1: No. The, the only... The, sorry. The only difference between these two scenes is Henry's line. Oh, okay. He cool. says, It's your fault in the game. This oh, is all okay. your fault. But he's pained. He doesn't, you recognize he doesn't believe what he's saying. He just wants it to not have happened. Gotcha. Okay, okay. And then he turns the gun on, on himself. <laughs> so it's awful in both versions. Oh, it's, man. It's, <laughs> this one, I I feel like this one hurts. No it it doesn't need to be compared. This one hurts yeah. just as much because there is an equal level of heartbreak in both different lines. What did I do? Yeah. This is all your fault. You know, it's still a self-blame, reconciliation, comprehension. He he's not it's over for him. He Yeah. He, yeah. This was everything he was fighting for was to get Sam out. And even especially
2: in the show context, I I did a bad guy thing and got a good man killed to save my brother, and now all of that is and now is I just nothing. killed him. <laughs> yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I think I, yeah. I'll 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 say that I think it's it's more effective in this version only because I think the characters are stronger in this version. I think Lamar Henry Johnson,
1: Canadian-born actor Lamar Johnson playing Henry. Hmm. Yeah. Great Canadian. Perfect. Perfect.
2: Uh, Phenomenal. They're... This, the characters are stronger here um and and that makes this i think more effective and i think there's a greater it's really sad in the game i remember it being super oh, effective yeah. and, and breaking me in the game a bit and like it was one of those times where like you know you're just kind of chugging along and you're like man i just can't stop playing this game this game's so good and you oh. get and you're like, oh. i didn't
0: put away for a while yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> i need to go do something else i can't i can't do this this next bit right now yeah last of us isn't a game you want a marathon <laughs> and i think that's i think that's pretty true i think this is the only part of the game to my memory that made me go and i need to stop for now yeah, yeah. and go do something else we'll come back
0: tomorrow yeah let's
2: <laughs> we'll process this yeah uh yeah, so it really sticks with you, but I think like the execution, the performances
0: here are so, 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 so strong. Yeah, and and uh, yeah. Uh, at the end when they're when they're burying Sam and Henry, uh, Ellie Ellie just full defeat, full sad mode, and very driven to like we need to get
2: to where we're going. Yeah, we uh, need to get to making me a, the cure. Uh, she writes on Sam's,
0: on Sam's on Sam's a little board. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. God, Jesus, and oh, it's, it's sad enough. Ellie saying that and ellie doing it but then joel recognizes what ellie is going through and like as again as like in, he's entering parent mode of like this little girl just let's saw her friend get killed
1: I, <laughs> like but at like, the same time too the walls are going back up
0: yeah and it's like he's he's again like every episode he's so conflicted with emotion because like he wants he doesn't want to be this loving person because like it will just make you a sadder person in the end again
2: i think like pedro pascal is giving such a a layered reading yeah. that you can see is so many things going with joel which is that again i failed to protect henry i failed to uh prevent ellie from feeling this pain mm-hmm. i'm looking at these people who i liked and what they went through and what henry felt in killing himself because he lost uh a loved one the the one he was protecting oh no i'm ending up there too again uh, this is this is going to be me again. I'm opening myself back up to that. Yeah. Oh shit. And like also a reality like even as you're saying Pi, like the walls are going back up. Also a realization that it's too late. It's already too late. It's he already yeah. cares. Yeah, it's already done. There's a hole in the boat. That thing's filling with water. It's love. It's, water. It's been filled. Like he's already like they'll they'll their bond will grow stronger. But the bond's already strong enough that like no matter what happened from Ellie could Ellie could have died in the next episode, and it would it would have devastated Joel. Yeah, he's already bought
0: in. He's already invested. He's not shown it as much, but he's yeah, he is he is bought in. He just doesn't want to. He doesn't want to show Ellie that yet.
1: Yeah, I I do want to touch quickly on the. Uh... On the uh, on Ellie putting the slate saying "I'm sorry" down on his grave. If you juxtapose that with the scene where um, episode three begins shortly after, immediately after Tess's, um yeah passing, right? Where she says, "Don't blame me," you know, right? Like a situation where she's like, but even in that moment, she's. She probably still felt some level of guilt. and I think they acknowledged it in the podcast that well, um, that she's just putting, you know, she's putting it up of like, you know, she's a kid. She's being a little defensive. Sure.
2: And like, honestly, emotions are are in a lot of ways bigger when you're a kid. Oh, yeah. Oh, and yeah. Um, and I think it's it is guilt. I don't think necessarily because Sam got bit, but because she couldn't save him. Yeah. Yes. There's, exactly. there's this sense. Which is her whole job. That's the whole point of this journey. Right. Mm-hmm. And I really like that change. And I want to talk more about why I like that change, but I need to save it for uh, when we're going to talk about game stuff. Game changer. Um. So, is there anything else we really want to highlight about this really truly <laughs> incredible episode?
1: Hi. Uh, I do. I, I have one more thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go. Yeah, for go. It. Um, I I am left wondering how different the that. The, the moment of of Henry killing Sam would have gone had he been given a chance to say goodbye because mm. Ellie found out early that didn't happen in the game but you know True. there was that choice of I'm going to choose to stay awake and comfort him but not tell the others mm. what, what if Henry had time to say goodbye to Sam would oh, that man. have made a difference?
2: Yeah, maybe. That's a that's that's yeah. a really fascinating in interpretation. Be, too. Yeah. I think it's not for nothing that like no neither Joel and nor Henry, but like he only had a small amount of time to learn, but neither of them know that she knew. Yeah. I wonder mm-hmm. if that will come up, Pi. That's a good point. I wonder if Ellie's gonna have a conversation with Joel in the near future where she's gonna say I, I, I
0: knew and I didn't say. I wouldn't I wouldn't be shocked, yeah. Because I bet she's she's probably going to be still be feeling bad about this next episode. Yeah, and I, they'll probably have a conversation about it. That's a really great point, Pi.
2: Yeah, um, I think that's that's definitely a possibility of that, like, you like we said, like that them talking about a version where Henry got to make it out of this episode. Uh, would that have been part of it? it? Like in a different version of this, would they have given Henry the opportunity to have said goodbye, and would that have changed? how the events played out, would that be how Henry gets to Wyoming and then lives in a settlement and yeah. kind of has something of a life? And I wonder
0: if like they do have a conversation and then Joel gets mad about it, because this situation could have been resolved if she didn't like try to be a quote unquote hero or something. You know what I mean? Like because he knows blood blood doesn't work like that, but she doesn't.
2: Well and like mm-hmm. and like in any other scenario where Ellie's not immune, she gets killed from this. Yes. You know? Um, mm-hmm. There's I, I, even though they don't show it, it, it's easy to imagine that Sam got at least one bite on her. It wouldn't matter, so it's not important for us to see it. Yeah, yeah. But like, if she were anyone else, it'd be over. It's done.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm. I, that is a good point to bring up. I definitely, I definitely think that they will address it next episode. And if they don't, it's no big deal. But like, that definitely seems like something that. I wonder new I wonder if
2: they do something with. I'll 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 paint a possibility. Now we're getting a little into speculation, but I'm not going to say too much about the game stuff. So so bear with us, folks. Uh that perhaps it's not going to be the next episode, but it's going to be a little bit of a later part of her journey. Um where it's something that's like she's really keeping it in and it's making her uh behave a certain way. She has to like let go of it. Oh, like it she's,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Um
2: and something that will. She's bottling I, I will, it. I will elaborate on what I mean when we get to the game talk. So, so uh, we'll move into that in a moment. Um, anyone other any other last things before we move forward?
0: I don't, I don't think so. I, I ended up enjoying Kathleen's arc. Um, there is, there is another bad boy character like that comes in the show. Like it's not a spoiler to say there are more bad characters in the show, but like she definitely felt like a precursor to that character in a way. Um, who is considerably worse, but like they're slow, they're like we're like these are these are the type of people in the world and the further we go the kind of worse it gets um and i'm just really excited i'm excited for the future because like we got our big boy we there's other there's other infected we haven't seen yet still like who who the possibilities who knows great episode i will say one last thing which is uh they they
2: they do talk about it on the the hbo podcast but um Mason's completely right about um the the medium shift context to like when the bloater appears in the game you know you have to kill it when the bloater appears in the show it's something to run away uh you don't have to kill it you have to escape it yeah um it makes it almost more terrifying because there's an implication in the show that like you can't kill that like you just leave
0: Well, you don't have like the like the forty bullets and the three Molotovs and the yeah, pipe yeah, yeah. bombs and the basketball. Right, goals. right, right. No, you just gotta go. <laughs> you just gotta run. You yeah. can't fight that. Yeah, they are sure. shooting the door and it's just like nothing's happening. I'm like, that's awful. Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> just like they bad, don't have bad, bad. shotguns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think I have anything more to say about this wonderful episode. Fantastic.
2: Okay, let's move in to some game speculation talk for the show and we are going to talk about game spoilers um so we'll see you later if you don't want to hear anything about that go ahead and bounce the heck out uh we'll catch you next time flip side all right see y'all Okay, here we go. So uh, what I was going to say specifically is that I think that, you know, we're heading towards winter, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, And I think that maybe this might be something that she's really keeping close to her chest until she goes through the stuff with David. And then at the end of that kind of bit is when she's, you know, has a moment with Joel where she's like, this has really been weighing on me kind of thing. Like, this has been kind of defining part of my journey here.
0: Remember? Okay, so like... You bring up David, the conversation, the the incredible conversation that starts like the antagonism of David and Ellie, like when they're sitting at the fire and David's like, you know, we're looking for this guy and this girl. And then Ellie realizes it's him. They could be having a beautiful conversation. Ellie talks about, you know, I just went through this thing where I lost a friend. And then David's like, you know what, I just went through the same thing where my friends just got killed by a guy and this little girl. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that that could be a good way to do it too. That'd be pretty. Oh, i so, I cannot tell you how excited I am for David because like every character in the show is elevated even, in even, some way. Even going <laughs> a, a step further on what you're
2: suggesting, where instead of him saying like, oh no, no, I get that, like, uh, you know, she she does lay out like this has really been bugging me, this thing, and I feel like I'm responsible for for their deaths. And he's like, or, yeah, you or are or <laughs> for their deaths in a way, and it's like, cool. So you're responsible for more deaths than just. My friend. Uh and, and she's then like, like Whoa? Whoa.
0: <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I cannot wait for that scene. Oh my goodness. <laughs> uh that that's pretty cool.
2: Okay. Um, so I think that the I really like the cure stuff, her trying to cure Sam and everything, because I think it's increased the stakes of like not not that I think it'll be play out differently at the end of the game than than it end of the show than it does at the end of the game, but now her not being given the opportunity to be the cure, it not being her choice means even more Uh when we get to the end, and Joel makes that choice for her. Yes, it does, yeah. Um, It means a lot more now, because again, Ellie has more agency about... And she wants it. ...being this. Yeah.
1: The audience is seeing more of her drive, her desire to, to f- help people. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it wouldn't be so far-fetched like you like you're saying sparks wouldn't be so far-fetched to believe that ellie would have been okay you know you know if, if it meant her you know dying to save the world right we, we, we now do. actually get to see that as an as an audience whereas in the game we just have more of an idea of what or actually we don't even know would she have been okay with dying had she known she was going to die
2: I always feel like that's kind of a, a supposed to be the subtext in the she, game. She, she will save the world and die. That because, kind of thing, yes. because I don't think she's as, as full tilt as Joel is at that point in time where, um, for the person I love, I would burn the world. Yeah. Um, that's part two. I don't think she's there. Right. I think she gets there. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I don't think she's there in, uh, the first part of, uh, Part one of the story, and I think this all the more is supposed to inform that idea because it's going to make Joel's choice hit even harder. Yeah. Because regardless of if she knows it or not, we know how much this means to her now. This means a lot now. Yeah. This being, it's being built in a very foundational way to get to
0: that ending and have it be like,
2: Yeah, Joel, what
0: did you do? Yeah. um, What did you do, Joel? Yeah. So yeah. So we we are in full spoiler. So I so because I'm I'm like. Oh, well, I don't want to talk about it, but we're literally at the point of this. Yeah, part. yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, Ellie being on the table at the end, like, like she didn't know she was gonna die, but like in part two, she she was like, "You took away that choice from me. You took away my 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 agency." Even though we don't see a lot of it in the first game, like she's kind of just like being taken on the journey. Um, so it is really really great that we are getting more of that in part one. Yeah. Uh, because like yeah, like that that finale with 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 Joel uh, saving her is incredible. But again, like yeah, like her having so much more agency, like this is this is what she wanted whether she knew she would die or not this is her choice right uh is gonna make that so much more impactful and make that finale like the end end like with the, the like are you telling me the truth and he's lying gonna be even more impactful like right. they're they're setting up all this stuff like so well that like Everything is just going to be better than than like it could be, and I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. I think I
2: think you're so correct. It's one of the things where like, um, aside from the Bill and Frank episode, uh, putting that one aside, like I think that we've got some of the most like they're small but they're there. Some of the biggest changes from the game to the show, and I think they're all for the better. Yeah, like they're all like really adding stuff that I'm like, oh god, this is stuff I love. This is stuff that that's really making me happy about the character directions that they're taking things. Like I, I can't stress enough that when they did the bit where she tries to cure Sam, I was like, this is so smart. This is so good because we are being given so much more of what Ellie actually wants in the world. And that this is going to leave so much more of an imprint on her going forward. Like this is a, this is a literally like worldview changing moment for Ellie.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So, um, we know now we know the order of that, of the episodes and what they're called and everything, the rest of the episodes. Uh And we were pretty much right in thinking what the trajectory of the season would be. Uh, so is next it ten episodes or nine? nine. It's nine, nine. Because I was so. looking at
1: IMDb and I thought I saw ten.
0: Nah, it's it's uh. a niner. Um. So yeah, next week, Tommy, we're meeting Tommy. Uh, it's already winter, which is fine. Their winter is a long is a long season. They can they can add to that. Uh, but uh, they meet Tommy. Uh, Firefly stuff happens. I have to assume at the end of that episode is when Joel gets got, because the next episode is a left behind episode, and I think that's gonna cool. be mostly flashback.
1: Can I can I say something uh, real quick before we get so far off to, uh, the last subject? Um, in that vein of them setting up stuff, you know that you know they're little nuggets for payoffs later on in the story. My favorite one came from episode four, where where they're camping out in the wilderness, and Ellie asks Joel for an assuring answer or a question that demands some level of assurance or at least. He chose to assure her instead of giving her the hard truth, which was
2: people will those people really come for us kind of thing. Yes, yeah.
1: And he says, No one's gonna come. And then she says, okay. Specifically, okay.
2: You're right. No, that's a great point. That is, that is, they're setting this up already. You're right. Yeah. It's also really, again, like pointing people towards, as I think they should, like, I think if you're really invested in the show, you wouldn't have to listen to us, then you should be listening to also the HBO Be-O-Fish. podcast where Neil Druckmann and Craig Mays and, and Troy Baker are talking about this. And they're all dads and they're all talking about what the line is in their mind where in this last episode, they talk about it, what the line is where you're you're assuring your child and you're telling your child whatever it takes to keep them safe and when you have to just break that
0: because that is the thing that keeps them safe yeah you just sometimes you just gotta lie yeah uh fascinating fascinating lovely stuff i'm so excited uh i again like seeing like trajectory like like left behind like they're calling it up so left behind uh left behind i haven't played and i own it so by the time we get to that episode, I'm playing that shit. So d- it's only like
2: two hours long. <laughs> so I do think left behind is going to be like two. a middle.
0: I do think it's going to be in two
2: meanings about yeah. that episode. I do think we're going to be giving the flashback, but I don't think it's going to be the whole episode. I think it will be interspersed with Ellie
0: being- After Joel gets got.
2: On her own. And like the left behind is her like, either leaving Joel behind to go do this mm-hmm. context or her feeling left behind by Joel because yeah. he's downed. Yeah, um, double and, meaning. And the left behind reference to the DLC.
0: Double rainbow.
2: Um, Another thing that I said I was going to talk about in this section once we got to it is uh, you guys knew who I was referring to, I'm sure. But like with Kathleen, she is a foreshadowing of Ellie Um, with her talking about like what she was willing to do after she lost Michael. Mm -hmm. That is Ellie after she loses Joel, like the the level of violence she's willing to enact because of it. And like that they did this. And now that's my priority is is Mm. these
1: actions. I don't care about the rest of it anymore. The people willing to follow her. Right. (laughs) You know, to, yeah. to their deaths.
2: Yeah. I, I, I think, like, you know, they're, they're, look, again, we've talked about, like, there are stuff with Ellie that is definitely playing into the long game that we know exists in part two. Um, oh, yeah. And uh, Kathleen is another one of those things that, again, makes the Kathleen character kind of work for me because she is the the dark, sinister image uh, of Older what, Ellie. what Ellie will one day be her Darth Vader uh, yeah. shadow <laughs> reaching back from the, from the future. She's in the to, cave. <laughs> to be like, I, this is what you will become, which is, not very apt because like Ellie doesn't actually really encounter Kathleen much to get that uh idea but we do as an audience we understand that like this is a a
0: foreshadowing yeah somebody like somebody who is so is so like their heart is so gone that they're willing to do anything uh uh with like without like feeling anything about it um and that's that's a rough place to be especially in the apocalypse like Man, I don't know what I do in the apocalypse. I probably just I probably just end myself, to be honest. Like that's that's too rough out there, y'all. I don't want to be an idiot man trying to kill kids with a sniper. <laughs> that seems awful.
1: <laughs> oh man. Just Jesus. What a terrible world. Hey, but like the quality of life can is I'm now stuck on the thought of like if you're given a chance to say goodbye, you know, because we look at in in contrast, we look at Bill and Frank. They got to say goodbye to each other, and it was sad, but it was beautiful. It was beautiful. It was comforting, and it was man, complete. Probably,
2: which is pro, like honestly, probably all the more reason that they had to keep Henry and Sam the way they were, is because you get Bill and Frank, yeah, as like the this is the the kind of best case scenario right now, yeah, and you need to know that this is not everyone's case scenario, and so like Henry, Henry getting out of it could have been something. But I like I think that the most valuable thing of like about it is that it's not like Henry was going to be a a main character for the rest of the show. Yeah. He would have gotten to the next place and then he would have stayed there and maybe we would have seen Henry again in the context of the show. And that might have been nice. Yeah. But it's not like it's a character we're going to develop a ton past this point. Yeah. So how is he more impactful on the story? Well, by doing this.
0: Oh, uh, we talked about last week, uh, uh, Tommy and Joel. And like and their relationship. And it looks like from the preview, they are gonna get into some shit about their relationship. Yeah. And I'm like, hell yeah. Stop that's being so down on your brother, girl. <laughs> <laughs> How about it? Got a great mustache. Tommy's got a great mustache. Uh uh any uh any any more game stuff. Um I'm still I'm still I just want to see some stalkers. I just I really just want to see a guy go hey, 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 and then go around a corner because that's scary. That's that's the scariest part of that game for me. Um, so I'm ready for it. I hope we get more bloaters. Uh, if we only get one, I'll happy with one. That was a great,
1: great scene. I just want to see big boys. I love big boys. We want the impacts more than the exposure. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And boy, did they feel the impact?
0: <laughs> Come on, it's, it's like, a super yeah, I,
1: <laughs> I'm
2: really, I'm really interested in how the rest of these episodes are going to go. It's, it's. I'm, I have full faith. I have no reason to doubt. Uh, yeah. But I, it is interesting thinking about how much how much is left in the game, and we have four more episodes, and
0: I'm like, okay.
2: Really, but, but including
0: the left-behind stuff. The thing is, though, like, when you think about how much you have left, a lot of that is gameplay. Because sure. if you really think about the story stuff, like, you can cut that down to an hour of each section, yep. kind of. Yep. So, like, hmm. you spend 20 minutes hunting with Ellie, like, hunting rabbits and shit, and that's like, you can get rid of that. You can do, like, one scene of her, oh, like, I shot a rabbit, Man, and then you're coming with David. Or whatever. <laughs> yeah. David I think, yeah, uh, <laughs> hanging out with Tommy, they're going to talk and then Joel's going to have to go on a mission with L.A. and then he gets got and then then left behind and then David and then hospital. That all seems right. Uh, Obviously with new fun stuff interspiced, I'm sure. But man, I'm just, I'm so excited. Uh, I don't think the show's going to like they they've already won me over. Like I don't think we're going to get a bad episode at this point. This is one of those like no, this is a sure thing. This is a, this is a winner. Um, if if episode 4 is the weakest episode of the season,
2: we're in really good shape.
0: Oh yeah, if the weakest episode is a 9 out of 10, Jesus. Boy howdy. Love it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> I'm really happy to be doing this. Really
2: happy that it's still great and we get to talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um so we'll we'll do some quick
0: uh tidying up about our show regarding this um real quick last of us part one ps5 version is on sale for 30 percent. so if you want to get that game i'm i i'm on i keep checking every day and i'm like i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and i haven't done it yet because i'm doing it like seven times
2: (laughs) um so what will be happening is we are going to cover episode six next week Mm -hmm. after it comes out, but that will be without Pi. Um, Pi will be out of the country. Um, We will be covering that episode. We will get Pi's thoughts on it uh, and kind of share them here and have a moment about it. I'm sure we'll do a little bit of recap after that with Pi as well and then, uh, and we'll remind you next week, we're going to be on hiatus for a week about yeah. this show because both Pi and I will be out of the country uh, and so we'll pick up with both 7 and 8 it'll be a big episode so look forward to that I'm sure we'll have to set aside a larger chunk of time to oh my talk God. about it. It's
0: going to be the Left Behind and the David episode. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> we're going to have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to dig in. That's exciting. Uh, to, and then we'll we'll be back the week after for the finale. So that's Shit. the trajectory
0: for the rest of the we show. Have, we, we have a week off i might play i might play the game i'm because because that's a 12 hour i can beat that game quick i might not buy it i got a remaster do get <laughs> all the collectibles yeah, yeah collectibles. Yeah. yeah. We'll um
2: well you want to take some time with it than playing the like the real life version where you know <laughs> yeah, you lose
0: all your sensory abilities oh my god i can't i will never listen i love hard games
1: i will never play last of us grounded i it's actually kind of fun it's actually kind of hard so, so, all right, so it's hard in the sense that, yes, you can't see anything, and most of the monsters are, like, one-hit wonders, but um, I think the coolest thing that I experienced on Grounded was when I was fighting David, because mm. you, you rely, like, you know, a good stages of his, of his combat, um, uh, uh, it, you have to rely on the hearing to kind of detect where he is. Yeah. The cool thing they did in Grounded, or at least that you start to notice in Grounded, and I guess has been there the entire game, is that if you're wearing headphones, you can hear exactly where he is.
0: I'm stepping on glass and shit, right? Exactly.
1: Yeah. And I, I, remember, I thought that was just so. I
0: remember from cool. like my second or third playthrough, uh uh I wasn't on grounded, but I was like I was just like moving and I heard a quick, crack, and I'm like, oh words? So- I, I I would love nothing more
2: than I think I, I I would play grounded for like fun for like a bit, but I don't think I'd try. to I can't, gruel- I can't do the I whole game. I wouldn't try to gruel myself through the whole game. But then to give me a thought, <laughs> I'm sure Pi is aware. Like we put Ben through spooky games sometimes. Oh. We should we should get up through grounded, like get a save file all the way up to like the first clicker scene, like right around. Oh, that the museum scene. that one thing. Right. right yeah. Yeah. Close.
0: Yeah. Uh, in grounded, I can do that, and then toss Ben. Oh, into I can, it. that's I will <laughs> do that. All right, Ben, let's just play this museum scene and try not to die. Hardest difficulty. What are the controls? You'll figure it out. That's that's we're gonna do that. Before. That's the, the, fire. the quicker challenge <laughs> with Ben Magnet. That's that's really funny. That'll that. that'll be out in October. 100 right. percent
2: Okay, idea. cool. Um, well, we're we're happy to be doing it. We're happy to be back uh uh for the rest of this season. Um, again, you'll catch us when you catch us uh, according to the dates I said. Um, until then, Pi, where can people find you?
1: TikTok at Sugar Daddy Luke Drops or on Instagram at Midnight Sush. I, I I did that a little prematurely but
2: I'm I'm glad you did that there. I I forgot to say like oh yeah, you know we're Fake Nerds Watch we're part of the Fake Nerd podcast. We have our podcast show which we we just did screen 3 and 4. Before that we did 1 and 2. So like we've talked about all four of those movies we're about to talk about 5 Cream uh in anticipation of the, what it's called <laughs> that's the real name. God god I'm, I'm not used to hearing it but it's it's so gross. <laughs> Uh, Before Screevy. Before Screevy comes out March 10th um yeah we're really excited uh it's a it's a lot of fun our co-host ben magna had never seen the screen films before so it's really nice to get his uh perspective on it as we are doing it mm-hmm. it's been a lot of fun we have a mcu phase four ranking episode coming out this week with our good friend mike Matola. we talk about
0: the entire all the movies it's like TV a shows. three
2: hour plus episode so you're gonna want to check that out oh yeah um and then we have some basement arcade pause menu is coming out with ben this week Um, He's got a little Nintendo Direct audio episode with Ryan coming up uh, this week, along with another episode that's about gaming history. I did remember what it's about. Nice. Um, So that's there. uh, And some other stuff is coming out. So, you know, keep an eye out on the channel and everything. Again, uh, Fake Nerds Watch in the near-ish future, while we're finishing up Last of Us, we'll also be starting Mandalorian. Double Pedro, baby! Double Daddy Pedro! Daddy Daddy. keeping Keep an ear out for that and an eye open. All
0: right. Hi, I mentioned where he can be found. Ryan, where can you be found? You can find me, loving big boys made of mushrooms, at DJ Tony Snark, 616.
2: And you can find me bloating and floating my way to Screevy, uh, at SparksWitty on Instagram and Twitter, S-P-A-R-K-Z-Witty. All right, that'll do it. And until next time, stay fake nerds.